Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're back with the Low Sports Show. It's your boy, Los from Black of the Berry, and we got a jam-packed episode this week. First of all, we're going to talk about the Week 9 NFL. Um, we'll get into some recap. We'll get into some predictions for Week 10. But most importantly, the NBA Draft 2020 is next week. A week from today, the future of the NBA will be declared. All these stars are getting older. KD, Steph, James, you know, uh, LeBron, you know, and, it, and then you got some middle bridge people like, uh, you know, AD, Giannis, some of these guys, Book, uh, Bradley Beal. Some of these guys are, you know, younger. But then you got the new, new, new generation. You know, with um, like people like Bam and people like, uh, you know, Ja Moran and Zion and Tatum and Brown. These guys are in and Mitchell and Murray. These guys are dazzling. Right. But not as much as these young players coming in. I lied. I take that back. They are more dazzling than these players coming. But I think as the players has gone younger. You know, these kids nowadays have the the clout that that most don't have. For instance, look at a Zion. This guy has been the, the most covered athlete, probably got more endorsements than anybody since LeBron, you know? So that being said, the draft is next week. You know, this, it really only matters the top five, you know? So we, we going to get into the, uh, the, the lottery First of all, um, I'm really only concerned about the first three, five, you know, like it's, it's really, I don't really care about anybody else, but I do like to see is sleepers in the, in the rounds, you know? So I like to see who got picked too high, who got picked too low, who was a sleeper, who was a second round steal. I like stuff like that. Um, but for this, this one, I think this is more of a top heavy draft versus the last couple of years where it's been a little bit more deeper. Um, you know, so we got Minnesota Timberwolves at one, Golden State at two, Charlotte at three, Chicago at four, Cleveland at five, Atlanta at six, Detroit at seven, New York at eight. Don't know how the fuck that happened. Um, Washington at nine, Phoenix at 10. They were in the bubble, but perfect in the bubble, but they get a top 10 pick. All right. Um, San Antonio at 11, Sacramento at 12, New Orleans at 13, and Boston traded Memphis for the 14th pick. So um, these are all subject to change because, you know, within this week coming, people are going to make moves. People are going to trade down. We already have some speculation that the uh, the Warriors are going to trade down. I mean, to them, who do they really need? You know, they've got some solidified players already there, and I think they're just waiting for their guys to come back and, um, you know, get on their run, you know, because they got, they got Steph, and, Steph and Clay coming back from injury. Um, they got Wiggins, you know, so they, they run it out pretty well. I think what they can do, they can move that second pick for a lot of players, quality players, you know, that could either be some role players, maybe some starters, you know. So I feel like the the good thing for the Warriors is that they're going to trade that down. 
to me, it doesn't make any sense because, I mean, the really the top three best players, you know, and this is all opinionated, but you got Wiseman, um, Edwards, and, and Ball, you know, so if you're not taking Wiseman, then trade down because you're already, you're already guard heavy, you know, and, and these kind of guys, do you want them coming off the bench? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're selling tickets, but I don't know. I mean, like, you know, we're so accustomed to seeing top three players start right away or, you know, get some heavy minutes right away. So, you know, I guess we got to get out of that brain conditioning. But number one, the Timberwolves. What are the Timberwolves going to do? Because they already have Cat. They already have... D'Lo, are they going to take Anthony? I mean, Anthony Edwards would fit pretty well with him because he can play off ball. He's really athletic. He's two-way. I think it makes more sense to draft him than LaMelo Ball. Even though I like Melo's upside, and I think that he's more creative offensively, I think that Anthony Edwards is just way more explosive, got more bounce. He's bigger, um, and I think that he's just more two-way. Uh, and I think he's going to play well alongside D'Lo. You know, I think that if if Lamelo comes to that team, I, I'm not sure of his off-ball ability. I mean, yes, he's great. Let's not let's take anything away from Melo Ball, one of my favorite players in, in this draft. But we don't know his off-ball ability, you know? I mean, the last time he played really off-ball was high school with his brothers, you know, where, 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 where Alonzo was a point guard, you know, so I get that, but, um, it'll be interesting to see Charlotte, Charlotte, they can go for, they go for anything right now. They can go for a guard. They can use all the help they can get. I'm not going to lie. I like, uh, their young, I don't want to say nucleus because I don't think they're really trying to build around these players, but you know, I like Malik Monk. I like, um, DeJounte Graham, I think he should have won most improved last year. I think he was phenomenal. Um, before uh, COVID came, I went to a Knicks game early in the season where he was lights out. He had like maybe like seven threes. He hit the game winner. And I'm just like, who is this man? But I remember this is the dude that was in DeJounte Graham, Kansas. He went to Kansas. Yes, he went to Kansas. Because I thought he was Bizarro Darren Fox for a minute. <laughs> so, I mean, they need a lot of help. Chicago, too. Young Nucleus. They need to stay healthy. I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure if anybody really wants to play in Chicago. You know, Larry Marketing, hell of a talent. Wendell Carter, hell of a talent. Both of them can't really stay healthy. And you got Zach, Zach Levine pretty much doing the thing, and Kobe White, who I like, you know, so it's it's really up to their team if they could even stay healthy, and then who's their coach, you know, if, I mean, I think they fired, uh, um, what's his name, Hoidberg, and they got a new coach, it, it's dawning on me right now, a little medicated, don't worry about me, all right, so let's move on to the fifth pick. I mean, Cleveland. Cleveland, they need bigger guards. 
they have a tiny backcourt. I don't know how that's going to work with Garland and Colin Sexton. I like them both, but just tiny. Um, I like Kevin Porter Jr. I like that they got a wing. I think uh, KD, uh, K-Love's still there. They got Drummond, Tristan Thompson. So, I, I mean, I like their front court a little bit. I think they need more help on the wings, and I think that they should go bigger for the backcourt. At least a 6'5", 6'4", 3-point guard. You know, these guys are like 6'1", 6'2", if that. I think Colin Sexton's maybe six foot. I don't know. Garland, I don't think he's six foot. I'm not sure. Somebody have to fact check me on that. But from the TV, he definitely don't look like it. <laughs> Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Uh, I like John Collins. I think he could, if he could stay healthy, he's going to be very good for him. He's going to be like the glue to their team, the energy guy, kind of like a Montrezl Harrell for the for the Clippers. Um, I like I like uh, Howder. I think he's a good shooter. Um, I don't know if he's a good starter for them, but I, I like the minutes he's playing. Um, Cam Reddish. Um, Hunter, I think these guys are good wings, and, and they, everybody's just building around Trey. Let's just be real. So, Trey takes a, a step forward with his game, and hopefully, he brings the rest of the team with them. So, I see Atlanta kind of getting to this to this cusp where they can make the playoffs next year. They have enough talent too, and it's in the East. I think they should definitely, definitely have a chance. At least if if not a, you know, between a five to eight seed. I don't see why not. Um, let's see. Detroit. Oh, man. Detroit needs all the help they can get. Besides Billy Griffin, I can't name anybody on their team. I think Christian Wood. Christian Wood's pretty good. I like him. He's a power forward. I like him. He plays pretty well. Besides that, Donnie on me. You know, I don't even know if is Reggie Jackson there. He was on the Clippers. He's on the Clippers. Yeah, exactly. See, I don't even know what's going on in Detroit. I really don't. I need to tap into D-Town. I need to uh, go out there with my buffs on and really flex with the with the with the Detroit Pistons. New new stadium. You know, so who knows, man? They need to once this whole thing's clear with COVID. They need to somebody that is going to get butts and seats. So Detroit needs all the help that they can get. And that follows me up to the eighth pick, the New York Knicks. Luckily for the Knicks, um, they are not a terrible brand like the Detroit Pistons. But we just don't have talent to get anyone in there to make anybody proud. I mean, Brooklyn's got pretty much the dynamic of New York basketball right now. New York sports has been dismal this year, um, except for Buffalo. And that's depressing at that. So somebody's got to say something for the Knicks or New York. And it's not going to be the Knicks. It's not. It's it's just not. I don't see them getting anybody that's going to help them really in this eighth pick. I like, you know, I like the team. Yeah, I really don't like the team. No, I don't really like the team. I don't like, I don't, and I don't really want to get too much on the Knicks bashing because I could do the whole episode on this shit. I know we got to get to the NFL. But... I mean, I like RJ, like the pick, like his athletic ability, like his two-way ability. I want him to see become a better playmaker. I want to see him shooting more. I think he 
he needs to develop that tweener game where he's the one or the two or the three. I need him to do all of that because I'm not, I mean, as much as I like uh, Franklin Tequila, he's not the starter. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. He's not the starter. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, I mean, we traded, you know, traded for him and then it's like, okay, what, what now? So I'm not really jacking that either. And then you got how many point? How many power forwards? All right. So then, um, hopefully the Knicks pick somebody. But you know they've been we've been fucked for the last two drafts, last two lotteries. And this is like I don't understand why because it should just be easy like the NFL, you know. And the thing is, NBA teams tank for these reasons, and they tank just for improved odds, not even like. A solid spot, you know, like in NFL, you could tank like the Jets, they're 0 8. They're gonna get the first pick if they stay, you know, winless, but they're not gonna be like, oh, probability uh, of odds for the first pick. Fuck all that, man. The worst team gets the best pick, it's just that simple, you know, because then you have teams that's like in the playoffs and they get a 12th pick. Unless you trade for that, I understand, but. How is that even happening? You know, it's like the rich get richer, you know, and it's just like sometimes it's just weird. Like, how are we doing this? You know, it, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Washington. Now, if Jay Wall comes back, they're a playoff team. I like um, Rui Hachimura. I think that he needs to get more aggressive. I think sometimes he's just playing timid. Got dunked on a lot last year. And I know the NBA, that happens. He dunked on a couple people last year, too. But I hope that he takes a step towards, um, uh, you know, improving this year. And um, if if John Wall can come back and, and Bradley Beal can, they can mesh how they were before, that's a playoff team. Now, I think that they need another wing, of course. And I think that they need uh, some, some bigs up front. Because uh, I think Ruby could play maybe the three or four, but I'd probably put him at the four. I'm just not. I mean, I'm sure he could play the three. I don't know how confident I am in his ability to guard some of the premier threes. So that's why I kind of would put him at the four. Kind of like a, similar to an Aaron Gordon situation. Like, could play the three, but I don't know if I really want you guarding all the threes in the world, you know? Uh, all right, let's see. We got Phoenix. Now, Phoenix, I think that they need help. But, I mean, they play well as a team. As we saw in the bubble, 8-0 in the bubble. So I think they just need extra help. They need more like a hired gun. They need some front court help. They don't really, they need some, I mean, it's going to be pretty hard. But I'm going to say this here on a little sports show sponsored by Black of the Berry. Free Devin Booker. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. We love D-Book. We want to see him in the big market. We never see him. The dude scored 70 points two years ago, and it's like he hasn't got a, you know, uh, um, um, a national game since the bubble. You know? So it's like, free Devin Booker. Get him on a big market team. Bring him to the East so he can get the fucking playoff experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. San Antonio... Uh, I'm, 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 I'm confused about San Antonio because I, on paper, they look really good. They look really good. 
um, Lonnie Walker, um, uh, Dirk, Dirk White, um, you know, obviously you have Aldridge, you got, uh, um, why, why is his name? I know his name. I, I should be offended from this. From the Raptors. What was this? What was this? From Compton. From USC. I know all this. What is his name? Um, it's, uh, Jesus. What, what the, what is his name again? Why am I slipping on his name? He's an all-star. Oh, my God. What is his name, man? Oh, Jesus. I'm, I feel dumb because I know him, and I just don't remember his name for a second. Oh, man. Ugh. What's the dude's name, man? Oh, DeMar DeRozan. Duh. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, like the guy, I think in terms of production, his numbers has, you know, took a dip. I think that, you know, that system works for him. I just, I'm just not completely sold on it, you know? Um, so hopefully they can figure that out. Uh, Sacramento. Sacktown. Now, Bagley, I F with. He's my guy. I fuck with Bagley. I think they need more help, though. And I think Bagley needs to stay healthy. So they could take all the help they want. New Orleans, the struggling Pelicans. Um, I think they just need... Uh, what do they need? I like their team a lot. I think they just need another score. You know, because they have Drew, Zoe, Zion, B.I., J.J. I think they need another score. Maybe another front court score or like a wing. I think that's what they need. I'm not really too too sold on what they got. I think it's a good mesh, but I'm not really too sold on what they got going on over there. Um, and Boston, doing what Boston does, sneaky things, um, taking, p- trading a pick, with Memphis for the 14th pick. They're a playoff team. They're just trying to get somebody that's just another decent player that can grow in the Brad's, Brad Stevens system. I don't knock him. Danny Ainge is a fucking magician in the front office. So that's that with that. I'm not even going to get into the 6 to 30 because we really don't care. But I'm interested, like I said before, interested to see who goes number one, who's the top three. And then who's who's drafted too high and who's the sleepers. So I'm definitely interested in the draft for those reasons. Now, in terms of the draftees, I think um, between, like I said before, um, James Wiseman, Mellow Ball, uh, Anthony Edwards, um, OB from Dayton, I forgot his last name, and the dude from... Uh, what is his name? From like Eastern Europe, this dude's balling. Some dude, some some big tall white guy, balls. You know, you I I don't I can't find his name right now, but I know he fucking balls. And he's like a seven footer. He's like guard skills. He looks elite. Some people tell him that he should be the first draft pick. I'm not sure on that one. I'm not completely sold. He didn't pass my eye test, but he could ball. He could definitely ball so yeah we're gonna tune into that um we definitely 
are excited for that. Um, you know, draft next week, Wednesday. It's going down. Presented by State Farm. It's lit. Can't wait to see where Mellow Ball goes. All right. Last transition. Now, let's get into the bread and the butter here. The NFL Week 9. We saw a lot of good games. A lot of good games. A lot of surprises. I remember um, I had... Some picks on here I wasn't too proud of, but let's just let's just run through them. All right, Packers 49ers. This was no brainer. Um, Packers are gonna win. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt. Uh, um, uh, George Kittle's hurt. A lot of a lot of I think one I think Bosa's hurt too. I'm not sure. A lot of people are hurt over there in the 49ers land, so they're just trying to. Endure until they can get, you know, their team back together. Uh, Jacksonville versus the Texans. Now, it's finally, it's great to see the Texans coming back and actually getting a win on on the column. And it's a divisional win. Uh, I think they're going to need some serious help if they want to get to a playoff run. But I always like to see what Deshaun Watson can do. And they won by two. So, hey. Now, this game... Absolutely fucking interesting. And the fumble in this game definitely represents the whole division as a whole. That's the NFC East. And I said the last time on this episode that somebody has to win the NFC East. Now, the Giants won by three, 23-20 versus Washington. But here's the thing. Who's in first place? That's the question. Who's in first place? And I think it is. Let's let's check Fact Boy. He might find out for me. Okay, so it's the Eagles. The Eagles are in third place. I mean, in first place with three wins. Washington still in second. Cowboys in second. And and Cowboys and Giants are tur- are tied for third, I guess, with two and seven at two and seven. So. <laughs> This is fucking, this division is going to be very, very interesting. But before we get to the standings, um, let's go back to the matchups. Ravens-Colts. Now, this game, as as a new Ravens fan, not having on the bandwagon, because I would have been on the Chiefs if I was a bandwagon. Um, You know, the, the scoring defense just keeps proving themselves week in, week out. Lamar looks... Like he's on a revenge tour from last year. He's trying to remind people and 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 kind of answer those naysayers and those doubters. So they're looking good. I like the way they played. Um, Philip Rivers, decent in in the last couple weeks, but he ran to the buzzsaw, which is the Ravens scoring defense this year this week. So I didn't really see much happening for them. Twenty four ten Ravens. Now. Lions, Vikings. I got two words for you. Dalvin Cook. 202 yards rushing. Get a man like 20, 25 carries. That, see what happens? That's the winning formula. Feed him. He is dynamic. Vikings win 34-20. Titans at Bears. 
Now, I'm glad to see my man Derrick Henry back on a willing column. Roll Tide, as always. Titans win 24-17. Listen, y'all got to find the way to get number 11 on the Bears the ball. This man is open every single time, and he's overthrown. He's, his routes are very, very, very crisp, and I just don't know. He's always overthrown. I feel for the kid. Panthers at Chiefs. Panthers gave a good fight, man. Um, McCaffrey came back, got a couple tutties, reheard his shoulder. Or not even his shoulder. I think it was his ankle that was beforehand. So now he hurt his shoulder. Teddy Two Gloves looking good, man. Robbie Anderson looking good. You know, he's top in receiving yards for the for the uh, NFL. And they gave the Chiefs a good punch. Chiefs won 33-31. But look out for that Panthers team. Now, this game was not expecting this at all. We talked about New, New York sports. Buffalo's holding it down right now. Damn near Canada. The Bills, 44 to the Seahawks, 34. What? Who saw this offensive explosion? And I'll tell you one thing. Josh Allen is balling. He's absolutely balling. And and I thought that, you know, maybe Sam Darnold or some of the other quarterbacks that got drafted would prevail over him. Besides Lamar, I don't really see anybody else. He's the guy. He's bone. He's got the strong arm. He runs hard, and he's a leader. And they respond to him. So, and the defense plays well. Not too much on this game, but they play well. And I think Trey White's hurt now. I think he got hurt in that game. Not sure. I know that DK caught a screen and fucking just stiff armed him to next Tuesday. You know, so everybody prays for Trey White. <laughs> Falcons at Broncos. Falcons find a way to steal a win. Not really steal it. They're winning, but they head on to the lead. So that's all that matters. 34-27. This one was a pretty interesting one. Came down to the last minute. The Raiders and the Chargers. Both some uh, West Coast teams. The uh, came down to the last minute, man. They ruled the catch incomplete. Um, so Raiders went 31 26. I will say, Herbert, he's my pick for rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. And not only that, I love the blue on blue jerseys by the Chargers. Well done. All right, uh, let's see. The Dolphins at the Cardinals. Two young QBs duking it out. And when I say Tua looked great, roll tide. Oh, my God, he looked great. I loved watching this. I, I was a little doubtful, but I loved watching. I loved the throws he made. I hated some of the dumb things he did, but by God, I liked it. Kyler Murray just continues to just be fascinating. Must-watch TV. I'll probably say, like, you know, I mean, let's be real here. The black QBs are taking over the league. Let's be real. Let's be real. Lamar, dynamic. Watson, dynamic. Kyler, dynamic. You know? So, did I, I, and I forgot the, the main one who's the most dynamic. Mahomes. All right? My homie. But, yeah, it's good to see Tua out there balling. A lot of people said he couldn't do it. A lot of people said people wasn't healthy. 
you know, and uh, it's good to see that Brian Flores is believing in him, and uh, you know, he resulted them with the win. So I think the I think the Dolphins are like five and three. You know, they might be able to sneak into that wild card contention. Um, we'll see as the weeks play out. Steelers at Cowboys. So Steelers are still undefeated. Cowboys gave them a, a run for their money with their no-name quarterback. I don't even know who was playing, but he played pretty well. You know, Steelers end up winning 24-19, but it was a good, good-ass game. Now, I didn't see this one coming at all. Not a good day for Tampa and the Bucks. They got blitzed, literally, by the Saints, 38-3. Just all-out shellacking by Drew Brees and those boys. Now, the final game, Jets at, at Patriots. As a former Jets fan, I was like, why are they even on prime time? Why do they keep doing this? No one's there. No one cares. And I was like, all right, Cam's going to go off. And Cam looked fantastic last night. Fantastic. But you know who also looked fantastic? Joe Flacco. Was not expecting that at all. Frank Gore and Piran ran the ball crazy. Becton was out there putting pancakes. He looked like an IHOP waitress. You know what I mean? He was serving pancakes. Joe Flacco was out there diming it up. But this is what happens when all your wide receivers are healthy. Perriman looked good. Denzel Mims looked good. Crowder was back. It was it was great to see all those guys, especially in the Gotham black jerseys. I like that. The stealth black, excuse me. But yeah, still look good as a former Jets fan. I like to see, uh, you know, good play. Good football nonetheless. Sammy was not playing and Joe Flacco. You know, Joe Flacco actually had a very interesting last couple of years, you know. Got a spot taken by LJ. Got a spot taken last year. Got hurt last year. He had a uh, neck surgery. And then now he's taking the spot of a younger QB. So, kudos to you, Joe. Shout out, Delaware. <laughs> All right, let's get into week 10. Let's do some promotion. promotion. Let's do some predictions for week 10. This is going to be a rough one to go through. Colts, Titans. Control the ball, run the football, Titans. But Phillip Rivers, you never know. Uh, Texans, Browns. Uh, as much as I want to take the Texans, I'm going with the Browns. I think the Browns are playing better right now. Washington, Lions. I'm interested to see what Alex Smith actually does with a full game. You know, and I mean, he played, I mean, Kyle Allen fucking snapped his leg. Oh, gruesome. Don't look that up. Um, I'm able, I'm interested to see, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Actually, I don't know because Jeff Aduka, uh, Adoka, corner from uh, Ohio State, they drafted really high this year. I think he's hurt, so I'm not sure. But uh, let me, let's go. I'm gonna go with the Lions. Let me go with the Lions. They're they're in Detroit. They're in the D. Um, Panthers. Bucks. I think the Bucks have revenge since they lost to the Saints. So they need this divisional game. So I think Tampa and the Bucks come out and, and, and lay the smackdown on the Panthers. Eagles and Giants. This game is very, very important. If the Giants beat the Eagles, 
I think they'll be tied for first place. And I think that's a very good, good tiebreaker to hold over the Eagles. So I think the Giants should go out there and try to win that game. Uh, well, obviously they will. But uh, I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. Um, Jags at Packers. Easy. Packers. Bills at Cardinals. This one, I really can't call. I think the Bills are really, really good. But I see the cards beating them. But then I see the Bills beating the cards. Tricky, tricky. I'm going to go with cards. Sticking to my guns. Cards. Okay. Two rookie quarterbacks. Irby versus Tua. Ah, uh, man. My gut saying Chargers, but my heart saying Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. They're at home. Tua, let's go. Roll tie, baby. Broncos, Raiders. Raiders. Seahawks, Rams. Seahawks. I think they're. I think Russ and DK and them were pretty pissed that they lost last week, so I think they go in and beat up, beat up on the Rams. Steelers, Bengals, Joe Burrow, you're playing well, but I don't know if it's enough for the Steelers. They stay unbeaten. I don't know. Uh, 49ers, Saints. Saints, we were talking about how the injury bug got the 49ers. Yeah, it's not looking good. Ravens, Patriots. Ooh, that's a good nighttime game. I'm excited for this one. I don't see Cam and them beating that number one scoring defense. I think the Ravens just cause too much turnovers. They're just too good on defense. I think the Ravens take it easy. Vikings, Bears. Tuh. Great Monday night game. Divisional game. Feed Dalvin Cook and you win. Then that's, you know, what I got to say for that. Let's check the standings out real quick before we let you guys go. Like I said before, NFC East, Eagles in first place, 3-4. and four. And pretty much everybody else, two and six or two and seven. So this is the this is the matchup to the seat the division to watch. I'm geeked for this one. This one's pretty good too. The NFC West, Seahawks six and two, Rams and Cardinals both five and three. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, NFC North is between the Bears and the Packers. We know that Packers in first place. Now NFC South. Uh, Saints six and two, Bucks six and three. Hmm, interesting. Falcons and Panthers are both three and six. We'll see how that goes, but that looks like a two-team race over there. We'll switch over to the AFC. Bills seven and two. Wow, who would have thought? The Dolphins five and three. Still in it. I like that. Chiefs eight and one. Raiders. Five and three, Steelers eight and zero, oh. Ravens six and two, Browns five and three, Titans six and two, Colts five and three. Now let's just see who would be in terms of the divisions. So you would have Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, and Titans. Who else is six and two? Anybody else six and two? All right, so right now, it'd be Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, Titans, Ravens. Who else? Five and three. Five and three. And then that second wild card, this is all speculation, if the season would end today. 
that second wild card is going to be very tight because you got the Colts, the Browns, and the Raiders both at five and three. The first spot is going to the Ravens at six and two. So we'll see with that second wild card. You know that's uh, we're we're ahead of the game here in the projection on the little sports show. But this is what we like to see. We you know and the regular season's great. Well, let's get to that motherfucking playoffs, right? <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been a great, great one. A little chat and sports with y'all. Um, if you guys are interested in coming on the show, please let me know. DM me at, uh, at Barry Gang Lowe's on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and it's been great, man. I'll see you guys next week. Peace, love, and chicken, y'all. Peace.